1: Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, saints who found God's will and how you can too. Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. We've got some really important feast days coming
0: up, and the timing of this podcast is to coordinate something for you. There is an amazing novena that we can begin on Good Friday and complete it by Divine Mercy Sunday, which is the Sunday after Easter. First Sunday after Easter. So that's the timing of this. I want to talk to you about that novena, about the Divine Mercy message, so that you won't miss the opportunity. Certainly, we can do the novena any time of the year, but it's particularly powerful and efficacious to do it to correspond with the feast day, so that we're done when we have the Divine Mercy Sunday, which is the week after Easter. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Divine Mercy. It is one of the most beautiful gifts to our culture at this time. I mean, think about it. The 20th century was, I think, the bloodiest century in all of human history. I mean, we've had two world wars, countless wars, genocides, everything. And it's it's spilling over now into the 25th century and so there's just been a lot of bloodshed humanity is just broken and now when you think about abortion and all that has gone on that the millions of lives the most innocent of all just being ended it's the silent Holocaust so we live in really sad bloody times and the world is in need of divine mercy like never before. And so the message that has come to us through St. Faustina and John Paul II, it's so timely. It is for our time. So there's several there's several ways that you can engage or practice the divine mercy that the Lord gave us for this day and time. And one is displaying the image and we've seen it. It's the image of Jesus with the white and red rays coming out of his heart, signifying the blood and water that came from his heart for all humanity, that that image carries with it blessings for us and we have also the feast of mercy which is divine mercy sunday the first sunday after easter which is a special feast day and i encourage you that if you have heartfelt prayers that really need the mercy of god that praying the novena leading up to this and really celebrating and setting aside the feast of mercy divine mercy sunday to pray the chaplet and to come to the Lord that you will reap spiritual benefits beyond what you'll see in this life, that it is really a beautiful and powerful devotion that has been given to us. And then there's the chaplet of divine mercy. And we're familiar with that, that we say every day here on the radio station at three o'clock and the novena, which I spoke about in this novena that I'm going to encourage you to begin on Good Friday You bring all of humanity to divine mercy. They're broken up into groups. And so by the time you get done with the novena, every sort of human being on the face of the earth will have been brought to the Lord for his mercy. And it's beautiful to pray for others this way. One of the spiritual work of mercy to pray for others, especially when you're appropriating the Lord's mercy for someone and on someone. That's the beauty of this divine mercy is that you appropriate the Lord's mercy for others. That's amazing to me that the Lord gives us this kind of power and clout that we can appropriate his mercy for others. It is quite amazing. And then there is the last thing that has to do with number five is the prayer at the hour of great mercy. So that three o'clock hour, that's very important. Even if we're busy, we're driving the kids home or we're at work or it's something in our life that's that we have to do. If we can just take a moment and offer whatever it is for the mercy of God, for his divine mercy, acknowledge his divine mercy. And if he can say the chaplet at that time, that's even better. But that hour of mercy, that three o'clock hour, it's very precious to us. Kind of like Fridays, you know, Fridays a special day, we, we commemorate that Jesus, you know, he died on a Friday. So good Friday, especially, but all Fridays and Sunday, we remember Easter morning, you know, so we have that every Sunday and at three o'clock, we know that this was the hour of mercy when Jesus Christ definitively Conquered vanquished the evil one that death for us was not our reality anymore that we have this option this redemption to live with Christ forever and to be redeemed and recreated according to his divine plan you know with all the sin and the ugliness caused by Satan removed so those are the things that I want you to remember about that so just to refresh your memory St. Faustina is the divine mercy saint. The Lord gave her the job of bringing the divine mercy to the world. And he taught her repeatedly about the power of the chaplet. He taught it to her and he put her in a situation where she had to use it repeatedly several times. And this gives me great hope because, you know, we can hear some great truth and we can say, wow, I get that. And we do. And then... We forget. We're just so human. At least I am. I just forget. Oh yeah, I should have done that. And so it gives me hope because he had to teach Faustina over and over again. One great experience wasn't enough. She had to experience this a lot. So I'm going to read a quote from her diary. What was happening at this moment was that the angel of wrath because okay, look at look at all the horrible things that have happened in the world and what we do, what humanity has done. Right. And the angel of wrath was coming to bring the justice to the world. And St. Faustina, she's just a nun in a convent and she's has having this mystical experience and she sees this. And so she prays and, and begs and pleads and says, give us more time. We'll make sacrifices. We'll do this and that. Nothing worked. Nothing stopped the impending justice, which was a destruction to the earth. Nothing could hold back the angel. But then she was brought up to the throne of God and she heard this in her, in her mind and she prayed it. I'm going to quote now, quote, I found myself pleading with God for the world with words heard interiorly. The words with which I entreated God are these. So now. She's hearing this. And so now she's using the words he's giving her. So in other words, the Lord is so good. He gives us what we need to do. You know, we don't have to come up with this, like just do this, but here I'll tell you how to do it. I'll even show you how to do it. I'll even do it with you. (laughs) That's our God. But these are the words she heard. Eternal father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ for our sins, and those of the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And as I was praying in this manner, I saw the angels helplessness. He could not carry out the punishment, which was rightly due for sins. Never before had I prayed with such inner power as I did then Unquote. So, the chaplet is really important to pray at the hour of mercy when you can. Certainly to pray it on Divine Mercy Sunday. But this novena that we have coming up, it begins on Good Friday. So mark your calendar, put it in your your reminders, your notes, so that you will not forget to begin on Good Friday. And then where you're going to find the novena, well, you can find it at thedivinemercy.org. It's the website of the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, thedivinemercy.org. And when you go there, you will see the links to the different devotions and you click on the novena and there's a link for each day. And you pray that group of people, you pray for that particular group of people for the Lord and you bring everyone, even saints and beautiful, holy little children, you bring everyone, everybody before the Lord. But in that novena, the one that strikes at the heart because it's so common today is praying for lukewarm souls. They're the hardest to reach. And, um, you know, if somebody is passionate about anything, you can draw into that passion and say, wait a minute, you know, and show the truth of Jesus Christ, right? Because they're seeking it. But when people are are lukewarm and they're apathetic we need to really be praying for them so i want to call your attention to another quote we should never be judging we should never judge god's mercy or put limits on it neither should we be presumptuous we just need to let god be god but his mercy astounds the heavens saint faustina told us this now you think about it if the angels are astounded by God's mercy and they've seen a lot you know they saw they've seen all the miracles of Jesus they saw the parting of the Red Sea they've seen a lot and his mercy astounds them so that tells me it's pretty pretty big deal this is what she said quote there are moments and there are mysteries of the divine mercy over which the heavens are astounded Let our judgment cease of souls for God's mercy is upon them. Extraordinary God's mercy. She writes sometimes touches the sinner at the last moment in a wondrous and mysterious way. Outwardly, it seems as if everything were lost, but it is not so. The soul illuminated by a ray of God's powerful final grace turns to God in the last moment with such a power of love that in an instant it receives from God forgiveness of sin and punishment, while outwardly it shows no sign either of repentance or of contrition, because souls at that stage no longer react to external things. Oh, how powerful. Beyond comprehension is God's mercy. And I just want to tell you, that sounds wonderful. And it's unbelievable that when we're between this life and the next, and we're in that transition, what happens? We don't exactly know, but we know that God presents his mercy. Now, with a a lifetime of habits of refusing God's mercy, a soul might refuse him. You know, and Jesus talks about, it. he said, there are souls that do, they refuse his mercy. And so I think it's very important that we pray the chaplet and make sacrifices for people, especially lukewarm people or outright sinners because because it might help them provide more grace for them to turn to God and say, yes, that's just just my take on it. It's not a theological truth. And we do have to be careful because we don't want to be presumptuous. Jesus said, before I come as the just judge, I am coming first as the king of mercy. Speak to the world about my mercy. It is a sign for the end times. After it will come the day of judgment. While there is still time, let them have recourse to the font of my mercy. So having recourse to the font of the mercy of God, we've got divine mercy coming up and we've got this, this novena that we can begin on Good Friday. I encourage you to go to The website for the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, that website again is thedivinemercy.org. Everything you need is there. And God bless you. Please pray with me now. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you.
1: You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of matri Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit matri To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org.